Welcome to episode 168 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamia. And I'm Hillary Dockerty with late breaking news. Ooh, <laughs> me too. I think that this should be our focus, really. I think so too. Yeah. Let's focus. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for all the downloads last week. Ooh, hi. Hi. You like us or you like that content. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think there's got to be a way. I think our podcast is long. I think that we clip it up, like you yes. said, like I know you've been wanting to do. But also like clip the stories yes. or maybe do one story a week. I was history. thinking the same thing. Like take turns doing one story. I was thinking story. the same thing and that gives us a little breather. Yeah. So that we can take a break. <gasps> yeah, but we should take really, a break. The beginning of your podcast is all you need to do. What are you doing these stories? I'm like, no, we need to do the stories. Yes. We have to link what's happening now. What happened in the past. Like we yeah, have to do yeah. this thing. And some of the stories are really fun. No, no. I fucking love the stories. Yes. But that's that's the stuff I love. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I, I know we're good at the upfront. Yes. I know we can break this motherfucking shit down. And if we, we focused on Florida. Yeah. Which is, you know, Florida. Yeah. It would be really good. But anyway- I so like we, that. I was thinking the exact same thing. That's so thing fucking weird. That's so weird. Anyway, um, it's more digestible too, I guess, if it's shorter. Yeah. I don't know. I think you kind of have to be in love with one of us to listen to the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> and be like, it's so great. And, you know, point out all of the things that you love about it. Um, here's the thing. So last week we did a big fucking 30 minutes on the Broward Democratic Party and how Nancy Fry was treated in her race. Yes. We had a ton of downloads which I'm super fucking stoked about. And all it wants makes me want to do is continue that content. Yes. <laughs> and um I was trying you know I when I when I was doing it, I don't really think about it. When I edit it, I'm listening to what I'm saying and what you're saying and I'm like, "All right, you don't ever go too far. I go very far." And then I usually come back the next week and I go, "All right, listen. I didn't mean to say this much. I didn't say I don't feel that way at all." At all, I mean, you know, and I know that everyone that we discussed is a volunteer, except one of them who's actually getting paid, but the rest are volunteers. Yeah. And so just like Nancy, all those years, they're giving their time. Yeah. And no one's saying that, you know, time isn't given. It's just, how is that time being used? And I think that what is the most important thing that we do we talked about and what really needs to happen to make change is transparency. I can't tell you how many conversations we have behind the scenes with a lot of major players and low-level players and mid-level players in the party who aren't happy with the party, who aren't happy with the leadership, but nobody ever says anything because they're trying to hold on to whatever positions they have or they don't want to upset people, they don't want to offend people. And then this is how years and years go by with the same leadership when things don't change, right? And, and we give people chances and we watch what happens after elections and things just fucking go away and people yeah. bring things up and then they're never discussed again. So what I'm hoping now is that Nancy's race is going to shine a light on it, right? Of the incompetence that's happening there and how you just don't I mean, the give a fuck about it. And the, and the midterm elections alone should have put in a big spotlight. Yeah, Absolutely. 
I think it was, but then when you go to the, we went to the November meeting and it was just like, oh, well, the results weren't what we wanted. It wasn't what we were looking for, but we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep registering voters. And and it's like, has there been any, even at that meeting, I believe they were going to, they said, you know, I think uh, you mentioned it last week when Nancy brought up, you know, let's strategize. And it was like, oh, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I haven't seen a meeting of let's break down what happened. It It will never happen. You know, maybe is it happening at the, at the top? Who knows? But but as uh, members of this party, like I don't know. They they act the part. The thing that really fucking burned my ass is actively working against Nancy, personally, actively working against her. That's the part. That's the part. Let's forget about the duties you didn't do as a as a the people who are in charge of the party. Let's just put that aside for a second, that you didn't sit anybody down, right. that you didn't have those conversations, right? That you didn't have a plan. You didn't have a plan, right? Let's put that aside because I guess that's what we can expect at this point. But the personally getting involved, and I've since had conversations with Nancy, we saw her the other night, or I saw her the other night at that um, event with the clothing swap. Yeah. Um, she named other people that were out there doing shit. I'm oh. shocked, I'm shocked. And it's the same group of 2016, you know, BYD people. It's the same uh, group of like Kiki friends right. that are working together to get Alfred Delgado elected, who hasn't and again what, done, hasn't anything, done in anything, years. anything in years. Yeah. It's like, and, and Nancy's never done anything to any of these people, right? Except be a leader. And she's part of the BYDs. You know, I mean, I get it. I get you want to like support a friend, but if you're just putting a friend in, because you don't like somebody and now you're going to cost us a democratic seat. Like it's petty bullshit that we don't have time for. Like I am, am constantly stressed out about what's happening in in session. Mm. Like I had to stop looking at my phone again the other day. Cause I, uh, you know, and I, I had posted on it about the, the trans bill that could impact women getting treatment for breast cancer. It's, they are so reckless in their pursuit to hurt people and they don't care. They don't care about the collateral damage along the way. They Mm-mm. don't, they don't. I don't even think they're thinking about they don't. They don't. what's happening. They like, don't. The impact of, especially because when you give morons a little bit of power, like moms for Liberty, these idiots, you know, women. there's one sentence about a kiss or one sentence with a curse word. And they're like, the whole book's gotta yeah. be burned. It's like, there's so, it's so stupid, insane. It's insane. Um, anyway, so then this week, because it feels like a ball is rolling. There's a ball rolling. Yeah. A letter went out. And we know, we, you know, we love an anonymous letter. Love an anonymous letter. We have an episode called Anonymous Letters. One of the earlier episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Tina fucking loves anonymous letters. Yes. No idea who did this. I have no idea. I could guess, but I, I mean, I have no idea. But Who someone, cares? someone forwarded this letter. Here. It went out priority mail to DEC members, which is the committee members. And it's about the Broward party and the leaders and like what fucking shenanigans with money have been happening there. Ooh. Now, these are accu- these are questions like what what is all of this? Yeah. But attached with the letter is, is it- fucking proof. It's the it's the it's the pack, I believe it's the pack money that they have with because you have to report every quarter who you where you got money and who you gave it to, yes. right? And so this person attached this report 
for the last, I think, nine months it is of reports. Yes. With what they've been doing with their money in Broward. Highlighted. Holy shit. (laughs) And in this letter, I'm going to quote it. It says, in 2022, the executive director, Ryan Greenberg, who I talked about last week, was paid through her corporation, G4 Consulting Group, Inc., and she received compensation in the amounts of more than $52,000 in nine months. Ask yourself if the work was done warranted the pay. Ask others if they know people who walked away from the party because how they were treated by Ryan Greenberg. Holy shit. I know. I mean, this is the bomb, the bomb dropped here. And, and, and can, wait and think about those old motherfuckers over there. Right. They're going to go $52,000. These are people right. living on fixed incomes. Right. That show up to those, those meetings every month. And, I and, and the phones are never answered at the office. That's the thing. That's the, this She's has supposed been the to biggest, be at the office. This is the biggest complaint that we have heard. Yeah. Throughout that whole 2022. Yeah. Or, the office is the, never open. No one's uh, ever there. Through the midterm cycle that nobody was there. Nobody was there. Nobody was there. And she does send emails out. But um, $52,000 in nine months, I don't know how much uh, field directors or executive directors are supposed to get uh, paid. I don't know, you know, I don't know how that normally works. It's a lot of money, but, but we lost, it was embarrassing what happened in Broward. And I think the question is, what did you do to earn that? I would love to see the booked hours, like, because if you're not in right. the office, is if there you're a not- bill? If you're not in the office, yeah. where are you? Were you working remotely? Which, right, which is a possibility. Maybe. All these things are possibilities. Right. But they're asking for an explanation, which the party is due. These members of this DEC are due an explanation. Because 52,009 months, let's say another, there's another $10,000. I don't know. Right. Let, let me just spitball it. Let's say it's a $60,000 for the year, right? But was that is job- how much somebody gets paid to sit in an office and answer phones? Yes. Like what the fuck is and going on? And my other question is, if this is a pay, and I don't know how this works either. I know that in city jobs, right, that you have to put a public notice out that you're looking for someone. Oh, please. And you have to vet, right, um, applications. Was there a public notice for this job? Post it. You Let know me what tell I mean? You I don't know. Let me tell you something. Like, was it volunteer? And then they're like, hey, we're going to pay you. Like, I want to know that too, because why they, wasn't this it G4, put out for other people to apply to? to you know what I'm saying? I'm, that, I'm they asking. put a yes man in there. That's what she is. She's a yes man. That's what she is. She'll sit there and go, yes, yes, yes. She'll do whatever the fuck they say to do well, or not to do. For 60 which, grand. Or I not mean. give her direction, which is why she goes and runs off. You're being paid $52,000 in nine months by the Broward Democratic Party, and you actively worked against a Democrat. Right. You actively, <laughs> personally, on your personal time, worked against a Democrat. Now, as, long, as far as I'm concerned, that's violating the loyalty oath that we all have to fucking sign and be part of this damn party. And oh, this yeah. girl's getting paid, bitch. <laughs> that bitch got paid. Yes. And as a tr- former treasurer of a caucus in this state, we did not pay shit without an invoice. So G4 Consulting better start producing... Oh, invoices yeah. yeah and i i've had conversations now this week with two people who are very involved in the party and i said don't let them let this go they are going to try to brush off this fucking report they're going to they give, haven't even acknowledged it shitty fucking uh, um explanations for it we cannot let this go you have to keep the pressure on they have to explain what the fuck they're up to ask for the invoices from g4 consulting she should list out not just a lump sum of like she got paid like twice a month, $2,500 each time, right? 
uh, what did you do for that money? Right. Who did, who, who wrote the check? Who signed the check? Who reviewed the invoices and say, this is approved for pay to be paid? Right. Who did it? And why aren't you answering the phones? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, maybe if you're getting paid. Uh, yeah, like, see, but, I, but I don't know the specifics still- of what she was supposed to be doing, but it's a lot of money to not be accounted for. And right. I think a lot of people, I was shocked by how much money she's been paid, but I think a lot of people would be shocked. Yeah. Hang on to being shocked. Yes. Hang on to what that feels like. We have like. to ask. Because they're going to run in two years to be replaced. This whole board. Yeah. Don't forget shit like this. There needs to be an investigation by the state party yes. into what the fuck Nikki is Free. happening. And there's other things on this list. There's well, lots the things, of other things, the things on this on list. things on this list that, that one thing, okay, fine. Somebody has a salary and maybe that's yeah. a paid position. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right? But they can make that clear. The things that I think are harder to make clear mm-hmm. um, are, are um, dry cleaning bills, lift rides, dinners, grocery shopping, gift cards that according to this letter that have went over $10,000 and billed. And this part, I would like to see just because if there's this accusation here, then prove it wrong, right? Have to. You have to prove it wrong. We're billed as volunteer events on days when there were no volunteer events. So who, what, you guys are just going to dinner? Like, are you trying to write everything off? Like if this is the case, like, holy shit. I this just shocked I, me. I, I got to tell you, I, th- I think I left this message for you this week because I was reading it. I was so a- appalled by it. Again, as a former treasurer and someone who does accounting for a living, you don't fuck with people's money. You don't do it. You don't take, you ever take advantage of something like that. And if you can explain these things and you think this is how the, the last chair did it or the chair before that or whatever and it maybe is. Maybe everybody's corrupt. I'm sure that, that a nickel and diming, a pizza and a lift ride seems appropriate to you. You better pause for a minute because if I had to stand in front of the Dolphins membership and explain to them why we're paying for a board member's lift ride, I'd have my fucking head handed to me. And And also, here's the other thing. If somebody handed me a lift receipt, I'd tell them to go pound sand. Right. Because (laughs) we don't pay for that. We earn every single dollar. And when the membership trusts us to give us money... You better believe I'm not going to betray the membership by using it for shenanigans. For shenanigans. And the thing that I feel like is a little shenanigan red flag is the fact that on, on two different areas here, gift cards to gas stations. So that tells me they purchased the gift cards because then they can say, oh, we gave gift cards out, whatever. And now they're paying for their gas with these gift cards. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because okay. they don't want to just have like a straight Again, gas. Maybe that's wrong. I don't know. Here's the thing. Why do you need gas but, but station also, gift cards? How desperate are these groups for volunteers? Like a lot, and dolphins too. We need more people to show up when we were doing it for volunteering. If they said, if there's an older person who's like, I can go to the pole in Davie, but I live in Miram, uh, Coconut Creek or something. I can't, I, I don't have gas money to get there. And they give them a gas card to get to the polling place. I think that these things can be explained. Right. I'm not trying to give them ways to explain it. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, that is a form of compensation for a volunteer who's nobody else is showing up and they just need right. $20 in gas. I, I, I think I could fucking figure that part out. Yeah, I could justify who's that Who's getting somehow. the 20? That's what, I don't know. That's, See, I don't, that's the thing. Who's, we don't who's know. Joe Schmo volunteer asking for uh, a I don't card. know. This is, this is, I honestly, I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. So in my brain, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, how could this be explained? How, right. I don't know. Rental cars? Is it, was it rental there's cars? There's rental cars. Like I, there's a lot of people who need to be held accountable here. A lot of people. And 
And maybe they have an ex- explanation for every single thing. And then I will be like, all right, great. Thank you. But the at way- the next meeting, it needs to be explained. Right. Do not allow them. Cause I'm not going to these fucking meetings. Do not allow them <laughs> to go. Oh, we'll get into it next month. We'll get it. Yeah. Because that's what they always do. That's what yeah. they always do. Right after he got elected, thousands of dollars of checks were written to people that were working on his chairman campaign to be the chair. Remember? And everybody swept it. And they, people were like, why is this person getting paid? She's an asshole. Why are these people uh. getting paid? And they gave a very brief, oh, she's working in the office. $8,000 a month or a quarter, whatever that was. Like, nobody's asking questions. And this, so this is not the first time. And the reason why it's very peculiar is because every year they are required to put out a budget, just like every right. club and caucus we had to work on that all every four years. The two years <laughs> I was with the doing the treasure for dolphins, I had to put a budget together with Alfredo. It's not that hard to do. What did we pay two years ago? What did we pay last year? Right. What are we expecting to pay next year? Then pr- what you're expecting is what your proposed budget is. You know what's coming. There's a gala, there's expenses, there's office supplies, there's fucking water, there's paying volunteers to, or polling or whatever. Like, you know what's coming. You have to put it together. They put their budget up two months ago. At the meeting, people are like, you're missing X, you're missing Y, you're missing Z. Where They they can't put a budget together. The treasure. Right. Can't put a budget together. And then this comes out. And it's like, what is going on over here? And by the way, was G4 Consulting listed on that budget? Because that's going to blow a hole in a budget like anything I've ever seen before. $52,000 in nine right. months? And wait, is that and on this, the budget? And this money is coming from, from the pack? It's Where? the money that's in the pack. That's it's the, the pack it's money. It's the pack money. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I wonder too, with pack money, I'm sure there's certain things that you can and can't use that money for. Right. And you know what I mean? Yes. So... it's it's interesting to say the least it's very interesting i mean that's all i had because i have a long story but i don't know what else do you i mean florida's they're passing everything um i I did send you a message this week because very briefly for about i want to say six or seven hours a representative here on the permitless carry bill added an amendment to make it open carry and people lost their minds. And the fucking, yeah, the geo, the people in the Republican Party were like, uh, 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 yeah. uh. They, they, yeah. And they took it out. So, but, but the fact that we maybe have next to, year, maybe next uh, year they'll be still be lucky enough to do it. That, 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 that they had to be the ones to be our saviors on that makes me sick too. It's bill after bill after bill after bill vouchers. I mean, yeah, it's, it's over. It is over. It's over. And uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm wearing a shirt from Change the Ref. Uh, Oliver was arrested this week. Did you see that he was arrested? No. Manuel Oliver was arrested. He, his father, his son, uh, Joaquin. Joaquin, was killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And we've talked about Manuel before because he goes out and does like incredible things. He draws attention. Absolutely. Like gets, puts a big flag up on a crane. Yes. Remember that, that yes. big banner about us he with his son. He climbed up the thing. He protested in front yeah. of the White House for like, I think two weeks before yeah. so we can get a meeting with President Biden. Which didn't happen. And they had a um, hearing in, at the house, the U.S. house. And he it was in there with his wife. And he started to scream out about 
guns and um and he has every right to do so maxwell frost was on the committee he was sitting there too and anyway they came in and they not only did they arrest him they slammed his body onto the ground and had their knees in his back and had like 12 security guards rushing down this hallway and people are screaming he's a grieving father his son was killed he's a father he's not violent this is non-violence they don't care it's incredible to me and the worst part is this like he's standing there talking or yelling because of pain right and no one has look, done anything. And they're looking at they're his They're lowering eyes. How the age you, to 18. They're know, taking away thing. everything he's worked for. Yeah. But the, I'm saying of the U.S. house. He was right. in D.C. But like, how do you, it's one thing to make these laws and like go about your business. You're looking in the face. They don't care. Of someone who's lost a child to this. And you're just like, Meh. They don't how care. How the fuck? I know. But you know, you sent that video of the Florida house with the 30 seconds of, of people Mm. Not getting more than 30 seconds. And, and it's the same thing. Girl. Like the, these are people who are, are in pain and are suffering and they dismiss them and dismiss them. And they, they don't care. No. And there was another they video. They don't care about people. They care about corporate. Every bill has benefited corporations in Florida and these stupid Floridians like don't see it. They don't see it. That they are not out for your best interest. They are out for themselves and what money they can get in their pockets at your expense. And you're going to keep checking the box because you're a Republican. These stupid Florida homegrown boys. It's clear that you're homegrown because you're stupid. Yeah. We're in the stupid education system. You have no sense. <laughs> yep. And I don't know if you, that, the video that you probably saw was about the medical, the, the medical reform they're going to yes. put in. So you can't sue and it'd be yeah. a fucking nightmare for insurance. I, I don't know. These poor people. But also there's another one about abortion where women oh, and people were, were, women were testifying about the abortion and they're literally like standing there they have 30 seconds and they're like this girl this girl said i never told anybody about my assault um but i was assaulted and it became rape and the, the lady goes okay um can you wrap it up and she goes uh, uh, yeah wrap it up yeah wrap it up they did that to everybody they cut off the microphones of doctors and nurses saying this is going, the doctors should not have to check the law book before they do check their medical books, right? About like, can I perform this? Or can I save this person's life? What, what doctor wants to work here? No, no, we're losing. Nobody's going to come no work here. No one's going to come work here. We're going to have Dr. fucking Kevorkian. It's like, it's like, a, it's like, a, what was the state? Dr. Bombay. Um, <laughs> Dr. Bombay. That's the best what is it? In, <laughs> sorry. Was it Alabama? I think it's in Alabama. There's a hospital in Alabama oh. where they had to tell women that we, we had, they have to close their OBGYN. Oh, it's not Alabama. I think it's like North Dakota or something. Is it? It's somewhere. Yeah. So it's Republican. Yeah. Let's just say that. And the women have to drive 46 miles now to deliver a baby because there's no doctors. Yeah. There's no doctors. Rural hospitals are shuttering their maternity units. There are no doctors. Who wants to be in these states? Yep. Who Maternity wants to wards be are there? closing everywhere because of lack of doctors. Because so it's now, impossible to imagine, actually do your job. Imagine 46, having to drive 46 miles. Now, I know for my firstborn, I would have made it there in, in, in labor. My second, I would not have made a 46 uh, no. mile drive. Me neither. I wouldn't have. I barely I made have. it. I barely made it a two mile drive. Right. That girl was coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? I. Uh, like people are going to die and they don't care. You know what's worse? Babies are going to die. 
Yeah, they don't care. I, did, I know that I don't matter, but what about that baby, bitch? Please. What about that baby? They don't care. They don't care about babies having babies. They don't care about babies. They, they, I, I can't. All right, come let's on, let's go. go. We got too much go to do. Go fuck yourself. Pieces of shit. <sighs> Motherfuckers. Okay, mine is a little kind of fun, stupid story. Okay. Well, your idea of fun is not my idea of fun. So someone's getting, someone's no, about I'm to get kidnapped. No, I'm trying to keep it light. I'm raped. trying to keep it light. Trying to keep it light. <laughs> okay, All right. Okay. So today, and I've been waiting and waiting and your haircut and looks fucking awesome, bitch. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you I look, don't, you look cute. I'm, it's not, I did nothing today. I basically rolled out of bed and was I rolled, like, I, I rolled out of bed like this too. <gasps> 6.30 in the morning, putting on fucking makeup like a clown, oh. like a real, she's a clown. I didn't put, I put moisturizer on this morning and I you was got beautiful like, skin. You don't have to do anything. I was like, I didn't even put like my, cause I have like a tinted, you know, I, I, I did nothing. Oh, fuck it. All right. So, um, <laughs> today, and I waited, I waited and waited until like the sentencing. Cause I'm oh, like, fantastic. Uh, I love when you do that. So, cause I was like, I want to know, yeah. I don't want to just leave it hanging. Yeah. So I, I mean, when I tell you, I kept checking and checking and checking. And then I was like, oh, finally I can do this story. <laughs> so uh, today I'm going to tell you the story of Patricia Durges. Okay. So Patricia Durges served as a Missouri state rec beginning in November, 2020. But when she sold fake cures for COVID, <laughs> she swindled herself out yes. of a job and into jail. <laughs> yes. And this lady. I'm getting Smurf, Smurf, Papa Smurf yes. vibes from this. that guy who drank the silver. Remember that guy? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Fake COVID cures. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So our story. Oh, Tina, thank you. Yeah. I needed this, this is so a fun. Badly. It's a fun little. Oh, so our story <laughs> takes place in Christian County, Missouri. Ugh. And- Prior to her election to office in 2020, Durgis worked as an assistant physician. So at first I thought it meant uh, a PA, which is a physician's assistant, but that's a separate thing. A physician's assistant, you go to school, mm -hmm. um, you don't do four years um, post-grad, you do two, but it's still, and you and you do like a doctor where you can um, have your residency and you do the different segments. You do okay. all the things, it's just that you don't do the four years and highly trained, all of that, great. I have um, my lovely little cousin does that and she's amazing and brilliant. An assistant physician is someone who did do all four years of med school, but then did not get residency. Okay. So you have to apply to residency. If you don't get residency, like you can't finish your medical degree. So there are people who will, they'll go through Jesus, the whole thing. what a fucking bummer. And you have to wait and wait and wait oh to see God. if you get picked. And if you don't get picked, you can go, I think you have to wait one year. Um, for Dang. the rounds to start again. And and then some people just, you don't get it, right? Dang, can you imagine Which, all that work? Can you imagine? But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm kind of glad because these are people who operate on us. And, you know, like you want to make sure that that there's a certain level, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, there's some careers like who gives a shit, but there's some careers where I'm like, you know, an architect, you're like building shit that people have to like live in and walk on and drive on. Like that shit better be good. Yeah, yeah. You know, she went to, um, met, School, um, it was called the Caribbean Medical University in Curaco. Um, but again, she wasn't offered that residency. So she doesn't have the actual MD, but because she has those four years mm -hmm. of medical school, she can practice medicine similar to how a physician's assistant can, but she can do that under an actual medical doctor. Okay. So they can like work together. So Ugh, this is getting, getting more disturbing. She has a medical degree and she's thinking she's giving fake COVID fucking. Yes. Shit. Oh my God. So in addition to that, according to the U S attorney's office press release, she also operated several medical clinics throughout <laughs> Missouri. Oh no. And she had a nonprofit that was called lift someone up today. 
Um, yeah, it should be rip someone off today. This lady did is like crazy, but she owned like all these clinics. I think I can't remember the total number, but it was like, I want to say like four different clinics throughout Mm. the state. So let's just dig right into what she did. All right. right. So like many others, Durgis attempted to profit from the pandemic. So the first thing, so there's two things that she did. And the first thing she did was she tried to get about $900,000 from the CARES Act. Oh. So just a reminder, because it's been a while, the CARES Act was the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. And that provided economic aid to workers, to families, and to small businesses. So businesses could apply for that COVID relief of things, mm-hmm. especially small businesses that yep. were really hurting at the time. Yep. So she applied for the CARES Act funding um, for her nonprofit, the Lift Up uh, thing. But here's the thing. That organization did not offer COVID testing. So she applied for the CARES Act and she kind of billed that she was offering all of these COVID tests and like that she needs to be reimbursed. And so that's how she attempted to get money. And the U.S. Attorney's Office press press release notes that the organization was actually closed throughout the pandemic. So they weren't serving any patients from March, 2020 to June, 2020, but that's the timeframe that she was applying saying that they used their funds. You see like not working. So um, she said that lift up indeed provided those services and she provided fraudulent documentation to prove that they had spent close to $300,000 on COVID testing but the invoices weren't for lift up. They were for the other medical clinics that she ran in Missouri. So she used the invoices from those clinics and doctored them up to say they came from the nonprofit foundation. Oh my God. And the kicker is she had already received $500,000 for those clinics. So she already got half a million dollars. And now she's applying using those same invoices to get another $300,000. My company got PPP <laughs> loans and I had to part by myself put together the backup. You have to have all the for proof. Both of, for, to, to have them both forgiven. It is a tremendous amount of work. They want to see everything. every Because ours was mostly payroll. And they want to see every paycheck and they want to see where it, when it cleared the bank. Like yeah. they do not fuck around. When I tell you the fucking stack of papers was like this, it was incredible. I had to send all of it in right. to get it forgiven, which it, do, it did because it was legitimate it was fucking legitimate, paperwork. Yeah. And when I see people like, this guy got arrested for buying Lamborghini with his PPP loan money. And I'm like, what is he going to do to explain that? He can't turn in a Lamborghini receipt, motherfucker. Oh my God. He's going to make shit up. Yeah. Well, oh. she made shit up. And not here's good. here's the other thing. So they were like, oh, we, you know, even at the clinics, like we paid for all these COVID tests and the patients. Guess what? She charged the patients and the patients employers for those tests. So she never paid for them to begin with. Oh my God. So she got the money from the patients, got the money from the patients employee or employers, and then turned around and said, we paid for it all and got almost $900,000. Mm. Girl. <laughs> Scam is going to scam. I mean, I just, I would be so yeah. paranoid. They're coming. They're coming to I get you. I would be so paranoid. Yes. I, I, like, I, I, I. No, know. I would be out of my fucking mind. So you would think that, you know, the CARES Act scheme was enough. But no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is where we get into the, the, the pretend COVID cure. So, and I think this, this is, is cruel. Well, it, one, it's very horrible what yeah. she did. It's, it's pretty damn horrible. Yeah. 
So she sold what um, was this sort of miracle stem cell treatment, which she called regenerative biologics, which was supposedly from uh, amniotic fluid that contained stem cells, right? And then she marketed it as this regenerative medicine to folks. So it's one thing to steal money from the government, right? If you want to be like, fuck the government, blah, 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 whatever. But to charge people for medical treatment, that's false. And you're someone that went to medical school and you run medical clinics. It's fucking disgusting. Especially because the people that she was treating oh, no. were people suffering from chronic illnesses, mm. right? And they believe yeah. in you as a medical professional. Right. And they don't want to get COVID because that they're and, the ones that were hit the hardest. And think about the months of legitimate treatment that these people could have had, but mm. instead they're doing your wonky miracle cure. That, I mean, when you so have- fucked up. It's messed up. It's like, you know what it reminds me of is uh, the Righteous Gemstones. Remember when ba- Uncle, ba- Uncle Baby ba- Bobby Billy? Yeah. his name? Uncle, Uncle Baby, Baby Billy. Billy yeah. <laughs> Uncle Baby Billy. When he was selling that coconut water, whatever that was at the back of his car. Yes, yes, yes. That's basically, that's basically what she's doing. Yeah. So the thing is, she was using- <laughs> Uncle Baby Billy. Uh, Baby Billy. Hey, Baby Billy. Oh. Baby Billy. <laughs> such a fucking great show it's so y'all good. should be watching oh my god gemstones it it's is brilliant fucking, oh my so brilliant. god it's so fucking good the daughter and john the goodman daughter. as the straight man is like so good too because yeah. he's so annoyed by these idiots that he his has his children. children oh my god his kids <laughs> and he's ripping all people of off by the way oh yeah but he justifies that shit too yeah <laughs> all right they so all I, do they all do so and that, that in the theme park they have <laughs> The Jesus Park, whatever the hell it's called. So fucking good. So dumb. My favorite's the baby brother with all his men around him. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, he's cute. But I like the daughter because she's she's so desperate for like love and attention. Oh my God. So good. All right. So it turns out that the fluid was amniotic fluid, but it was acellular, meaning it did not have any stem cells in it at all. And she administered this to patients who had tissue damage kidney disease, oh my God. chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, Lyme disease, urinary incontinence. And I mean, people who had like lupus, like people who had, you know, chronic inflammatory oh, issues, like people up. who were sick. No, 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 no. Okay. It's fucked up. Um, and the U.S. Attorney's Office press release noted that she wrote on her Facebook page in April, 2020, quote, this amazing treatment stands to provide a potential cure for COVID-19 patients that is safe and natural. The dum-dum also went on television <laughs> to promote the treatment. Dumb, and dumb. that's what sparked the investigation. <laughs> yeah, if you're getting away with this low-key fucking with people, what are you doing? She's so, this is the arrogance of these motherfuckers, right? Like, you know they're coming for you with that PPP loan, right. bitch. But you don't give a fuck. No. You're going to pull another goddamn scam and you're going to put yourself on yeah. television. She must think she can walk on fucking water. She, uh, I don't know. The hammer is coming and she doesn't even give a fuck it's crazy girl that's it's crazy dumb dumb so she's fucking dumb dumb so the u.s attorney's memo also notes how she price gouged folks for her fake treatment so she bought the fluid for 244 dollars per milliliter and 438 dollars for two uh milliliters but then she upcharged and she charged 950 to 14 50, 1,450 per milliliter, which is between a 285 to 494% increase. Yeah. Well, she knows how to play with that money. That's 
insane. Yeah. And it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah. No, and people are injecting this into their no, bodies. No, 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 no. In the end, no. she made uh, about two hundred thousand dollars. Wow! On her on this fake fluid treatment that <sighs> she so had. So fucking gross. And then when she was confronted, she lied to the feds and she said, "No, no, it does contain stem cells." When in fact, she knew that it did not. And the, this lab that she bought it from said, "No, it's clearly marked as acellular." Like she knew that it did not contain those stem cells. So fuck. So here's the other thing that she was found guilty of. She was also selling Oxy and Adderall online to folks without prescriptions. Oh my God. She's selling pills online. Oh my God. Oxy, which is a national crisis. She's selling online. (sighs) She's a disgrace. She was an elected official at the time when this was still happening. (laughs) He... My oxy dealer. Hold on, I gotta go up to the. Yeah, you, I gotta go up I to the capital. Oh, yeah, I gotta make a vote. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the corner with pills, yeah. like shaking the pills. See if anybody uh, want anything? Holy shit! Uh, this is so fucking insane. It's insane. So, girl, the, I know. Where'd you even find this fucking I story? <laughs> I was. I found. I saw it like when it was first happening, and I was yeah. like, I'm putting it aside, and I just periodically would like check on it. Yeah. So, um, the charges: ten counts of wire fraud. 10 counts of distributing drugs over the internet without prescription, mm. two counts of making false claims to law enforcement. Durgis was convicted in June of 2022 for her fraud scheme. According to uh, the Western District of Missouri's U.S. Attorney's Office, she was convicted of both schemes, the $900,000 scheme for the PPE and the $200,000 for the COVID. Mm. And U.S. Attorney uh, Teresa Moore stated, quote, she violated her position of trust to selfishly enrich herself at the expense of others. But a jury of her peers in a unanimous verdict saw through her smoke screen of excuses and ridiculous claims, and now she will be held accountable for her criminal behavior. FBI agent Charles Dayoub stated, today's verdict decided by a jury of her peers is a direct message to those who wish to profit on the backs of others. The FBI will vigorously pursue any individual who abuses their position of power and the trust of Missourians for their own gain. Mm. So... According to Kirk Eckerson's St. Louis Post-Dispatch article, Durgis claimed innocence, and her attorney, L. Watkins, told the jury that she was trying to help underserved communities. Oh, what a cunt. And that her intent was never to deceive the patients. Oh, I'm sure. Can you She's imagine? Innocent. She's probably like, like these big eyes. Oh, my God. Bitch, please. <laughs> So uh, KCUR's uh, Dan Margolis reported that Durgis posted the following message on Facebook when she was first arrested. Oh, God. I am here holding my head up because that's what you do when you've done nothing. Never before have I seen anything like this. This is what comes after years of doing nothing but helping people. Keep prayers coming. Uh, Facebook, the cesspool. Yeah. Of, uh... <laughs> you know what? Oh my Calm God. down, bitch. Calm down. Yeah, and I love when people like go hard. Yeah. Oh, and they're too. so guilty. Woo! You know who else did that? Remember Holness's daughter? Oh, Damara, yeah. Danara, whatever. And she, she did the same thing. PPP loans. <sighs> yeah. With fake employees or people didn't work there or some bullshit. You can't do it. And she got in trouble. Holness, he's a local, well, yeah. an ex-county commissioner, but like he, Yeah. I mean, and she went fucking hard. That, like she put a Facebook see dollar signs. Yeah, you know? she she put a Facebook video up, and she's like, "I'm what I can't quote yeah. it. I didn't really watch too much of it, but it was just like she <laughs> went hard. Thing. She was like, i 'I'm I'm innocent.' I'm, I'm innocent. Oh. Uh, uh. All right. So sentencing. Durgis was sentenced to seventy five months in prison, according to Michelle 
Skalicki of KSMU Public Radio. She was also given additional 60 months, but those are to be served concurrently. Mm -hmm. So um, basically it's a little over six years that she's serving. And she was also ordered to pay restitution of half a million dollars to her victims. Good. And she should. Yeah. I mean, because there was like a separate lawsuit where like one of the people and then, so that ended up being part of of that she has to give that restitution back. And then prior to the judge handing down his sentence, she talked about being bullied as a kid. (laughs) And she asked the judge... What? <laughs> well, how I was old bullied. are you now, bitch? I, I mean, know. give me a fucking break. Oh, yes. Go to therapy. Everybody go to therapy. Right she was now. bullied. She was bullied. And she asked the judge, please consider my mental and physical health. And she finally, finally said that she was, quote, truly sorry and remorseful. But... <laughs> To me, this is after the fact when the judge is about to to, to yeah. send you to upwards. She could have got up to close to twenty years. Oh my god! Yeah. So so yeah, I'm sure she was very sorry and remorseful at that time, Ooh, honey, to try to shave some years off, you oh, know. God. And if they would have done those uh, uh, consecutively and not concurrently, she'd be in jail for you know twelve years. Mm. So um, aftermath, she resigned. So she refused to resign, of course. <laughs> but when the guilty verdict came, then she resigned. She was forced to resign. Oh my God. She's she, got to be the worst fucking person. I like mean, she, she did everything wrong. Everything. Everything wrong. I don't know. To me, like there are people suffering from, from, from serious health issues and now you have delayed treatment for them. That yeah, is it's so, taking advantage of people. Oh my god! And for, for to what end? For money? Like are, what? People who are vulnerable and scared and worried about their health, and they're like, "Oh my god, this could be the thing that could help me." It's so fucked up. Oh, well, what are you do? So thankfully, another part of the aftermath of this was she had to relinquish her medical license. Oh, good. And she was no longer to refer to herself as doctor, and she can never speak about stem cells in public. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what so about privately, in jail? Yeah, privately, I guess she can't, but um, she can't in public. So wow. some points of interest, um, and one thing I thought was hilarious was when she was first facing charges, you know, she refused to, to resign, like I said. Um, but what I thought was the best was they stripped her of her committee um, assignments, but they also moved her to a broom closet. Like they're like, that's where your office is now in this tiny little broom closet. And they like ostracized her. Oh my God. And she, the, they're probably embarrassed. Can you imagine like oh, you're being put a in a dick. broom closet? It's like, uh, what's his name from the office? What's his name? Ryan. Ryan got oh, put in the broom yeah. closet. Yeah, that's where they put her. But like, so you, like you're an elected official and they're like, yeah, go sit in this broom closet. Like we don't want you. And she still didn't resign. Mm. Wild. Um, and then they, uh, the Missouri GOP even blocked her from running for reelection as a member of the GOP. They're like, we're not going to let you do that. Wow. that's, um, a, that's I like this. Yeah. And then... Um, one thing I also found interesting is while she was a rep, she put a bill, she filed a bill that would allow assistant physicians like herself to become medical doctors uh, after working five years under a doctor and completing some other training, citing that it would be similar to residency. But residency, like you really have to, you know, kind of see all the different departments. And if you're just like, say you're what, you work for a dermatologist, that's a doctor, like now you get your medical license. Like, that's not the same. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I want the most rigorous, Mm -hmm. like the best, like, you know, I want someone who knows what the hell they're doing. Right. Right. Um, 
But who knows? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that field. She kept referring to herself on Facebook as a medical doctor. So she wanted that degree. Yeah. You know, like that yeah. she de- and, and an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, my favorite and, is when someone says, I'm yeah, an entrepreneur. That yeah. means they're broke. Yeah. But my favorite thing is, because <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur too. Yeah, please. Aren't we're we? both. Yeah. <laughs> that means the podcast makes no money. No money. <laughs> we needed to make some money. We're waiting. Oh, waiting. Give me them fucking dollar oh. bills, y'all. Dollar, 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 dollar. <laughs> or like RuPaul says, money, 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 money. Oh, my God. But uh, the thing that I thought was funny is that the DOJ made a point to say that she was not indeed a physician and just kept referring to her as a licensed assistant physician. Like they wouldn't, you know, like they're not giving that to her. Of course And that's it. That's the story of this crazy COVID doctor, uh, Patricia Durgis. I guarantee, just because she's elected, but I guarantee there's so many fucking people who were doing shit like this during COVID. With the PPE? PPE, yeah, yeah, but also just COVID. Here, take this, take this. Oh, well, remember the ivermectin and like, oh my God, it was like, uh, it's so fucked up to take advantage. But every time there's like a crisis or a hurricane or whatever, if there's people who could be taken advantage of because they're desperate and they need help, some fucking creep, snake oil salesman is going to roll on in and promise you the fucking world and take advantage of people. It is fucked up. How do you live with yourself doing shit like that? Mm Mm-mm. This is Beer in Front. Every week I'll talk about a beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way while we get those check-ins and badges. Being the Chicago beer guy, I'll also talk about great craft beer in the city of Chicago. And remember, sometimes the beer in front of you is the best one yet. That's Beer in Front, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. All right, let's get into my story because it is long. Do you want more coffee? I'm good. Okay. Today, I am covering former governor of Louisiana, Edwin Edwards. (gasps) He's on my list. He is. Yes. Wow. He is. Crazy. He's crazy, (laughs) but he's one of those muck podcast people that is like everything is mucky. Yeah. He's the most perfect it's the perfect person. the perfect storm of muck. Oh my god, I fucking <laughs> love it. I love every second the of it. The perfect storm of and muck. And it's Louisiana. You know, that's uh, where I was born. I was born in Louisiana. Ooh, in the bayou. I was born well. <laughs> <laughs> Alligator <laughs> delivered me from my mama's vagina. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, you ever hear the bayou like <laughs> the bayou? <laughs> the, the 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 accent you can't i can't no, understand that, and it. this guy sounds like there's there is that thing there's that little yeah that i was not born in the bayou right, <laughs> born right outside new orleans all right okay anyway let's get into this okay motherfucker edwin w edwards born august 7th 1927 in rule of yellis parish near marksville louisiana he served briefly in the u.s uh, navy air corps um, from uh, near the end of World War II. After he returned from the military, he graduated at 21 years old from Louisiana State University Law Center and began practicing law in Crowley, the seat of Acadia Parish. So we're going to jump right in because he's Let's got a lot of political get. stuff. So he entered politics when he ran for the Crowley City Council in 1954 and he won his seat. He was a member of the Democratic Party, which of course in that era had a monopoly on public offices in Louisiana, but which fell out of favor in the 20th century because... 
racism. Uh, Edwards remained on the Crowley Council until his election to the Louisiana State Senate in 1964. He beat a 20-year incumbent in the race, Bill Cleveland, and Edwards served in the state Senate until 1971 when he ran for and won a U.S. House seat in the 7th District of Louisiana. Okay. So he's just beep bopping all over the place, right? And shortly after winning that seat, he runs for governor in 1972 and he wins the race. That's wild to me. I know. So he would go on to be elected as governor three times, all non-consecutive terms. Oh, so so he so won tr- and lost, won and lost. So he won and you're in there for, for you can run another term. You can run for two terms, right? So right. four years and then four years. So he w- serves those eight years and then he goes, all right, I can't run again, but I'll be back. Comes oh. back four years later. No. Runs again, wins. And then does his <laughs> does two it terms. Again. And then comes back and does <laughs> What is he doing in the in-between? Is he just like on, you He's know, fucking is, he, around. is he in the bayou on his little, yes. you know, just floating yes. along, catching alligator? Yes. Okay. Make it alligator shoes. So he was in the office from 1972 to 1980 and then 84 to 88. And then he doesn't run for the, for another term. He runs, he just runs his four years because he's a scandal. And then he comes back and he, and he wins in 92 and he runs and he's there through 96. So it's really like five little, you know, five, yeah, four years. Yeah, but terms. that's like his whole life. It's incredible that he keeps getting elected. Yeah, who's voting? Oh God, that can't, ha- imagine that happens here. I know, I was thinking the same fucking thing. Like he, yeah. he, he goes away and then DeSantis he comes- says you run in right now and for then these I'll, four uh, years and I, I'll come back. Oh my God. Why, how, why, what, what do you mean? That could happen. So during his first two terms in office, oh Edwards God. developed a reputation for being one of the most colorful and flamboyant politicians in the history of a state known for its unorthodox political figures. <laughs> Charismatic, well-dressed, a quick with clever one-liners and retorts, Edwards maintained wide popularity. And he is a cute little guy, you know? I, just, I don't know why I'm picturing like a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. He's got that like, white hair. The suit and like the hat. He doesn't have a hat, but he's got that white hair. <laughs> You know, and he's got that thing. He's like this. You know what I mean? Like this guy. So early, <laughs> go to our YouTube to watch me do my Louisiana guy. Oh my God. In the first uh, gubernatorial term, Edwards initiated the creation of the first new Louisiana state constitution in more than half a century. He intended to replace the constitution of 1921. A constitutional convention was held in 1973. The resulting document was put into effect in 1975. And as of 2021, the 1973 constitution remains in a Effect. Okay. So really there was like a bunch of amendments and they had to get rid of them because it was just shit that was outdated. They didn't need anymore. Can so, we do that to our U.S.? Sounds good. Edwards also took uh, undertook a major reorganization of the state government, abolishing over 80 state agencies and modeling the remaining structure after uh, what the federal government has set up. And Edwards' tenure in the 1970s coincided with a huge boom in the state's oil and gas industry after the gas pricing ca- crisis of 1973. And Ed- Edwards was able to greatly expand the state's oils revenues, oil revenues by uh, basing severance taxes on a percentage of the price of each barrel rather than the formal flat rate. And that oil money fueled a massive increase in state spending. And um, Edwards was able to consistently balance the state budget due to the boom in oil revenue. That's why good for him. That's why they're reelecting him. Yeah. (laughs) Much of the increased spending went toward health and human services programs and increased funding for vocational technical schools and higher education. Okay. So that's all good stuff. 
Okay, so some early scandals that give a hint of like what this motherfucker's like. Uh-oh. Okay, so uh, though arguably minor compared to the Edwards scandals of the 80s and 90s, the governor was embroiled in several ethics controversies during his first two terms in office. At the time, Edwards was remarkably candid about his questionable practices. When questioned Ooh. about receiving illegal campaign contributions, oh, he replied no. that, quote, it was illegal for them to give, but not for me to receive. And what? Quote, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> he probably gave some like, <laughs> at the end, you know, like walked away, you know, <sighs> while still governor, he demonstrated his gambling prowess to the Uh-oh. press. One of the, on one of his frequent gambling trips to Las Vegas, a disaffected uh, bodyguard made several high profile accusations of corruption, including the sale of state agency posts. Oh no. The accusations were investigated by a grand jury, but the Edwards administration attacked this bodyguard's credibility and the invas- investigation was stalled. Well, because, you know, they got it's money. A Trump move. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So then there was this thing called Korea Gate. In 1976, it came to light that Edwards and his first wife, Elaine, had received questionable gifts in 1971 while Edwards was a U.S. representative. South Korea rice broker Tong Sung Park was under investigation for trying to bribe American legislators on behalf of the South Korean (gasps) government and for making millions of dollars in commissions on American purchases of South (gasps) Korean rice. Edwards admitted that Park gave Elaine an envelope containing $10,000 in cash, but instead that the gift was given out of friendship and that oh. there was nothing improper about it. I co- mean, can he be my friend? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. What about me? Slip me an envelope, bitch. Ten <laughs> oh my God, I would oh shit. Oh my God. In the course of the controversy, Edward stated that- In an that, envelope. Yeah. Edwards, Happy birthday. But also to the wife, like right. not to him. He didn't touch it, right? In the course of the controversy, Edwards stated that he thought it was, quote, super moralistic, end quote, for the U.S. government to prohibit American businessmen to accept gifts from foreign officials in the course of their business dealings. But you're, you're elected. Not, you're an elected you're official. Elected. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. Oh, my God. Uh, his second run from 84 to 88. So term limited. Edward finishes his second term, you know, in the 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 second yeah. four years and vows to return again. And he does in 1983. This guy is wild. He runs. Against, I'll be back. Yeah. He runs against Republican David Treen and the two candidates spent over $18 million. One Jesus. of the most expensive races ever at that point in Louisiana before election day, Edwards joked with reporters, quote, the only way I can lose this election is if I'm caught in bed with either a dead girl or a live boy. End quote. Oh. Wow. What in the fuck? What in the fuck? This is 1983. I, that's, that's... Uh, Shocking. Yeah. Edwards zinged Treen many times, once describing Treen as, quote, so slow it takes him an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. End <laughs> <laughs> quote. It's such a dick. During a gubernatorial <laughs> debate in 19... 19- zing. Yeah, zing. <laughs> burn. <laughs> <laughs> you know he had like some smile that was like after he said it he was like it walks away (laughs) during a gubernatorial debate in 1983 treen asked edwards quote how come you talk out of both sides of your mouth and edwards instantly responded so people like you with only half a brain can understand me oh (laughs) hello he's quick he's quick on his feet he's quick on his feet i like it I mean, he sounds like an asshole, but yeah. I like it. You know, this guy was like, I'm going to ask him this question. It's like from Seinfeld with the jerk story. You know, he's like, I've got a response. I've got a response. I know what I'm going to say. Oh, God. So after winning the election, Edward's brother, this is so fucking weird. 
After winning the election, uh, Edwards, Edwards' brother, Marion David Edwards, was part of the 1983 campaign and of the entourage that headed to France and Belgium early in 1984 to raise money to repay a lingering $4.2 million campaign debt. So he spends all this money on the campaign, that $18 million, but they still owe $4 million on, in this debt for running the campaign. And so they come up with this idea oh God. to go on a European fucking trip and if you want to go and hang out with the Edwards on the trip, pay? you pay $10,000. Are they this awesome? I mean, this is nuts. 600 supporters joined the Edwards on the eight day tour that included dinner at Versailles and gambling in Monte Carlo. All right, here's my question. And they each paid $10,000. Here's my question. Ted Deutsch, <clears throat> when he was an elected, uh-huh. says, hey, $10,000 and you get to come on vacay with me for 10 days, dinner. Oh, out, my God. Museums, everything. Hang with me and my crew. Oh, my and you had God. Ten, and you had $10 million sitting aside, like just, you know. Yeah, I'd have to have the money. Yeah, you have the like, money. It not, it's not going to hurt me. It's not going to hurt you. Oh, no, I'd go. You would pay the 10 oh, yeah. grand. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would go. What, okay. But it's not, I'm not going with fucking 600 people. Like, oh. no, I oh, need, oh, you need I a need private some, one-on-one. I need one-on-one time. <laughs> Hi. Oh my Hi. God. Hi. So, so who else, who else, who else would we go on a trip with for 10 grand? Cause that's like, it's like a rock star thing. Like that's something that a rock star yeah. would do. If we're talking about politicians, there's only a couple that yeah. I think I would do But that. it's weird, right? Like who. It's totally weird. Who likes a politician that much to want to like be with their family and. Hang? I don't know. It's odd. No, it's very odd. It's a very odd. So he expected a 70% profit on the contributors' tickets to retire the debt. Wow. Yeah. Bumper stickers were printed in blue and gold campaign colors and distributed to those who contributed to the retirement of the debt. For years afterwards, motorists saw stickers on vehicles bearing the slogan, quote, I did Paris with the gov, end quote. That's like your $10,000 got you with a bumper sticker. <laughs> but I wait, did Paris stickers, with the gov. Like- bumper stickers are huge in this story. Like, I don't know what it is, but remember when bumper stickers were a fucking thing? Yeah, in like the 90s? That? Yeah. So I had <laughs> one of my, I had one of those cars. Bumper stickers. <laughs> I had one of those cars that I paid, uh, I paid $400. Oh, yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. For this yes, car. Yes. And it was, um, it was an old lady's car. I want to oh. say it was like a Lincoln yeah. It was like this boat like car, a continental okay, big motherfucker, yeah. That was like sitting, you know, on blocks and like who knows the last time we run. I paid four hundred bucks for it, <laughs> and that thing was like covered, you know, like you barely see out the back because I, I the thing was covered in stickers. I really? Had, yeah, I was one of those kids that had the stickers <laughs> all over my car. Uh, what kind of stickers? Oh, it would be like band stickers, yeah. you know, sticker. Yeah. It was just oh, girl. Um, you know, mean people suck. Like, yeah. you remember that? It was, nice you people know, swallow. It, remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. But it was like that kind of stuff. Like, and any, and I was working at that little like beach store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so like anytime products would come in, it was always with stickers. So I had stickers everywhere. Girl, please. How funny is that? Yeah. State finances weren't what they were during his first two terms. So remember now he's in the second term. Money patrol from petroleum service, severance taxes decreased in the mid nineties because of plummeting oil prices. Uh Oh, now we've got a problem. There's his deal. Here yeah, we yeah. go. He tried to deal with it by approving $730 million in new taxes, including state taxes, higher corporate income taxes, and additional gas taxes. All of the taxes were passed by the legislature. Republican State Representative Terry W. Gee of New Orleans said at the time, quote, nobody realized the magnitude of what was going on. I've had 180 phone calls in two days against the higher taxes, end quote. Wow. Not good for Edwards. I mean, I get the corporate tax. Like, I'm like, fine. Like, yeah. 
But the other stuff. Also not good was he was indicted on charges of mail fraud, obstruction of justice, and bribery by the U.S. Attorney John Voles. The charges were centered around an alleged scheme in which Edwards and his associates received almost $2 million in exchange for granting preferential treatment to companies dealing with state hospitals. Edwards proclaimed his innocence and insisted that the charges were politically motivated by Voles and the Republican Party. The first trial trial resulted in a mistrial in December 1985, while a second trial in... 1986 resulted in an acquittal. Despite his acquittal, the trial brought many sordid details of Edwards' conduct under public scrutiny. It was revealed that during frequent gambling trips to Las Vegas, Edwards lost hundreds of thousands of dollars under aliases such as T. Wong and E. Lee, and later paying these gambling debts using suitcases stuffed with cash of unknown origin. All of these scandals were a factor. Did they ever figure out where it came, came from the government? No, 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 no. The money. Where's the oh, from this, the government? Where's this? No, no, he's getting paid off. Like he's oh, he's paying God. for remember he's selling those state seats, yeah. his hospital thing. Oh, so like, that's where all the money he's selling money yeah, full of suitcase would come from. I'm like, where is it coming from? Scumbag dude. All of these scandals were a factor in Edward re- withdrawing as a nominee in the 1988 primary. He came in last place in the polls against other Dems. So he had won that second term, but he only served four years. He was eligible to run another four years. Oh, wait a minute. This is just the middle one. Yes. So he gets reelected again? Bitch, wait till you find out why. What? (laughs) This is fucking crazy. Wait till you find out why. Yeah. So he goes away because he's like, there's no chance I'm going to win. Like you served those the four years. Right. I can can run for a second four years, but he's like, I'm out. Right. Obviously nobody wants him. So as the 1991... So now four years later, governor's race drew near. Many of Edward's friends encouraged him to abandon his planned comeback, believing that he had no chance to win. After Edward's loss in 1987, Lanny Keller, a journalist from the defunct Shreveport Journal, wrote that the only way Edwin Edwards could ever be reelected again was to run against Adolf Hitler. (laughs) Jesus. These words turned out to be shockingly prophetic. Since after the 1991 primary, Edwards discovered his runoff opponent to be former Grand Wizard of the Knights <gasps> of the Ku Klux Klan, no! David Duke. No! David Duke ran for governor? Oh, yeah. This was a huge race. It became major. Why do I not remember ma- this? Oh, I remember it. It was humongous. It was huge. Edwards received 34% of the vote, while Duke received 32% of the vote wow. in 1991. Governor Romer placed third, 80,000 votes behind Duke. The governor, the sitting governor of Louisiana lost to David Duke. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Because they do those jungle primaries or the jungle elections. You know what I mean? So it's like placing. I mean, racism is Faced with the alternative of Duke, (laughs) faced with the alternative of Duke, many who were otherwise lukewarm for Edwards found him looking ever better. Edwards found himself receiving endorsements from Treen and Romer, the guy, the other people he's running about. Republicans. Even Republican President H.W. Bush urged that Edwards, the Democrat, be elected over Duke. And you know what? If this happened today, they would go for Duke. I was thinking the same thing. They I was thinking go the for same Duke. fucking thing. They who, would. Where is where do we draw the line now? Right. Who we and the fact that we are confused on like would they do it tells us really where we are. No, they. I don't think I'm confused. I know for a fact that they would still back this guy. Absolutely, I think so too. Oh my! Here God. we go. A popular bumper sticker, urging <laughs> support for Edwards, although not cl- clearly not produced by his campaign, read, "Quote: 
vote for the crook. It's important. <laughs> I've got a picture of it for notes, but like, holy I love, shit. I would, I would, I would wear a shirt that had that on. Yeah. Another red quote, vote for the lizard, not the wizard. <laughs> Did Tina write these? Did Tina make these bumper stickers? Vote for the lizard, not, not the, the wizard. Because he's so old, wrinkly. Oh my God. <laughs> Leathery skin. Wizard. What, what can so, we rhyme with wizard? Let's my, call him lizard. My God. Yeah. Edwards won by a wide margin. So this is how he gets reelected. I think And God. gets this, this, this next four years. So continuing his artful Wow. <laughs> continuing this. Wait till you hear this quote. I could not stop laughing and i also was like this is so the 90s were so fucked okay continuing his artful use of humor to deflate an opponent and referring to his considerable reputation as a ladies man edward said of duke that quote the only thing we have in common is that we both have been wizards beneath the sheets end quote ew <laughs> yeah so 91 he's 70 years old ew wizards beneath the sheets gross what is his family? Imagine you're th this guy's grandkid. But he must have BDE. He has to. I think only BDE makes you say something like that. Yeah. But also, does BDE have to fucking shout things like this or like like declare that they're good in bed? Oh, maybe I don't know. I th I, yeah. I mean BDE like it's a it's a swagger. It's a fucking yeah. thing. Like, no, I think it's BDE. Well. He keeps getting them ladies. Wait till you hear about this bullshit. So on More election bullshit. day, girl, on election day, Edwards defeated Duke in a landslide, 61 to 39%, uh, a margin of nearly 400,000 votes. Still 39% right, of the people voted for him. I know. Jesus Christ. So during his previous term as governor, Edwards promoted casino gambling in Louisiana, which had been a major part of his platform in the 1991 campaign. Now, we already know he's got an issue with yes. gambling. Like, we know that this is a problem. He goes to fucking Vegas with suitcases full of cash that nobody knows where he fucking gets it, right? And now he's like gambling gambling because you know because you know like that is a yeah, red flag well, then he me. doesn't have to go to vegas anymore he can ga gamble right at home yeah <laughs> so in june 1992 his heavy lobbying led the state legislature to pass a bill calling for a single large land-based casino in new orleans i Which, mean that's a money know, maker oh forget about it it's right there on the water come on yeah. he also appointed a board that at his private direction awarded 15 floating riverboat casinos that had been authorized by the legislature and the oh. Romer administration. Oh, so now he's in charge of who gets, he's got a board, but at his direction, who can get oh, these? So now, he's going to start getting paid money again. That's right. <laughs> On another front, he's always looking for how he's going to scam oh, you motherfuckers, right? On another front, he, he again demonstrated his broad commitment to civil rights by becoming the first Southern governor to issue an executive order protecting lesbian, gay, and bisexual persons from okay, discrimination I mean. in state governmental services, employment, and contracts. I rate. That's good. But don't steal money. Come on, bitch. Yeah. Despite the discovery that some license licensees had links to organized crime or other unsavory ties, Edward blocked the rev the revo revocation. Revocation? Revocate, yeah. Revocation of their licenses. So people are like, well, maybe we shouldn't give it to, you know, Joe Mafia. And he's like, fuck it. Just give it, <laughs> give it to him because. Yeah. Right. He's slipping it. They're slipping money over there. So, but a political, uh, a political backlash against gambling related corruption began though. He had originally planned to run for reelection in 1995. He announced in June, 1994, shortly after marrying his second wife, uh, Candy. <laughs> That he would be retiring from I politics. Want candy. Dun, 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 
Dun, dun. <laughs> so he said he would be retiring from public from politics at the end of his term. So he's in his seventies. Yes, but also like take take a fucking walk with all that money you got in your pocket before they start he coming better, after he you. Better bitch. get out of town. Get out quick. Edwards was succeeded by governor uh, as governor by state senator Murphy J. Foster Jr., who ran as an opponent of gambling interests. Edwards retired to a newly purchased home in Baton Rouge, intent on returning to a private law practice and living out his remaining days in contentment with his young wife Candy. She was thirty; he was sixty-seven when they got married. Okay. She, uh, but she likes the, 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 the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe she loves, maybe him he's too. charming. Maybe. I mean, how much charm and Riz, which is a thing I heard. Do you have to have to, do you know what Riz is? Yeah. No, no charisma. They say Riz. Oh. How oh. much Riz do you have to make up for that wrinkly ass dick? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. You better have a hell of a bunch of charisma, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so. The government, though, they ain't done with you. They're not done with you. I was going to say, like, he just walks away into the sunset. No. He's 67. He's going to spend his life in jail. It's not over. Oh, no. After being fingered by... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Hey. After being fingered by Texas for-profit prison entrepreneur Patrick Graham, who allegedly gave him... Edwards, $845,000 in conjunction with a scheme to locate a private juvenile prison in Jenna (gasps) in LaSalle Parish. Edwards was indicted in 1998 by the federal government with the prosecution led by U.S. Attorney Eddie Jordan. So... Here we go. The prosecution soon released released transcripts of audio conversations and excerpts of video surveillance Uh that seemed to indicate dubious financial transactions. The Edwards investigation also resulted in the conviction of San Francisco 49ers owner Edward J. DeBartolo Jr., who admitted to paying Edwards a $400,000 bribe, which he was convicted for not reporting the extortion. Like he should have said, yo, this guy's trying to get money from me and he didn't. So, and in exchange for Edward's assistance in securing a riverboat casino license, Edward was found found guilty on 17 of 26 counts, including racketeering, (gasps) extortion, money laundering, mail fraud, and wire fraud. His son, Steven was convicted on 18 (gasps) counts. His son, you know, he had other people getting the money and all that. So he'd said, quote, I did not do anything wrong as governor. Even if you accept the verdict as it is, it doesn't indicate that. And then on his way to prison, he said, quote, I will be a model prisoner as I've been a model citizen, end quote. So then you're not, well, he's going to be running a racket yeah. in prison. That's yeah. basically what he's saying. In 2004, Edwards filed for divorce from his second wife, Candy, saying that Mrs. Edwards had suffered enough during his incarceration. <laughs> I mean, maybe during the marriage too, bitch. According to the Federal Bureau of Prisons, he was scheduled to be released on July 6, 2011. In prison, he served as a facilities librarian. And he said, quote, I don't know why this is so funny to me, but he said, I did what I could for my fellow inmates. I helped a number of them get their GEDs and I was helping several more when my term expired. Now I have to be honest. I didn't stick around to see if they succeeded. End quote. <laughs> no, you don't want to check back in with your old fellow inmates. See how they're doing. Oh, and, he's a librarian. Yeah. I, would, I bet you if I ever ended up in oh, prison, yeah. I oh. would be a librarian. Oh yeah, of course. That's yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Two men, <laughs> please. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know if I'll come visit you though. But if I do, I'm going to slip you something that you can get out. 
Okay, please help yeah, me get file, out. Nail God, file. I don't want to. Why I'll am I there? I'll bake it into a cake. Yeah, why oh, are you there? Okay, Someone rad you out. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's, it's we're we're going to be, uh, yeah. you know. Protesting. Yeah, protesting. Yeah. What did Tina do? She burned the Capitol down. Yeah. Well, somebody had to fucking do it. <laughs> Tina had the matches. Oh, my God. I put the fuel all over it. Tina yeah. fucking threw a match. That was it. They're burning themselves <laughs> down this fucking state. Yeah, they don't need help from us. No. Two men whom Edwards defeated in Louisiana elections, David C. Treen and J. Bennett Johnston Jr., and a third who was his protege and successor in the 7th District U.S. House seat, U.S. Senator John Bro, confirmed oh, in July 2007 that they intended to approach U.S. President jo- George W. Bush to seek a pardon for Edwards in a commutation, which means all yeah. his things would be, he'd be able to get out. Who celebrated his 80th birthday in prison in August 2007. How long was he in jail? Like, how um, long did he get sentenced? I think it was like eight years. Oh, shit. He um, old. I think I talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So Bush denied a pardon for Edwards before he left his presidency uh, in 2009. Edwards supporters also lobbied U.S. President Barack Obama for a pardon for Edwards, so he might run for the 2011 Louisiana gubernatorial Are you election. kidding me? <laughs> what is wrong with you, Louisiana? <laughs> Obama did not reply to petitions by supporters of Edwards, and lacking a pardon, Edwards remained ineligible to seek the governorship of Louisiana until the wow. end of his life, and would have been only been eligible to run after 15 years would have passed from right. the end of his sentence. He's too old. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, on January 13th, 2011, Edwards was released from prison and served the remainder of his sentence at a halfway house. He's, his sentence ended on July 6th, 2011 and began three years of probation. Wow. He entered, uh, into a home confinement at his daughter's home in Denham Springs and, um, through a supervision of the halfway house. You know, that he yeah. was out before. Following that, Edwards was placed on probation and he was granted early release for good behavior on February 7th, 2013. But we ain't done yet. What? Girl. He's old. This is the muck. I told relax. you. This is a mucky guy. Stay we know. with your daughter. Jesus. Girl, no. His oh, wife, no. new wife, Trina Grimes Edwards, made the announcement on our Facebook page that he had been released. I, yeah. He gets married again. They met corresponding from pre- from oh. prison she was his pen pal no at the time of the wedding no he was 83 she was 32 you know she's after that money honey he's probably like fuck it i'm old who cares yeah on august 1st uh 2013 grimes gave birth to their child oh no oh you know oh, you oh. gotta look at this picture i got a picture in the uh in the notes she's holding the baby and she's looking at the baby and he's looking at the baby it looks like grandpa's there what year did they have this baby 2013 jesus yeah he's a little kid in 2013 it's after we had our children Jesus. (laughs) yeah i'm I'm saying he's young in 2013 edwards and trina co-starred in an a i gotta gotta keep touching you in an a and e reality show show called the governor's wife based on their life together no go on youtube and watch this fucking show they have like clips of the show it is got to be the wildest fucking thing I've ever seen. I was mesmerized. How much did first they of get all, paid First of all, they're in a huge fucking house, right? And it's reality TV. So they're trying to like make up things to like fill the time. Right. In one of the scenes, she has two children. By the way, she's right. Her She's because she has teenage children also. So she had kids very, very young. She's two oh. teenage boys and they're in this huge house. And one of the boys is like looking at the computer and he comes walking in, the old man shuffles in and turns off all the lights in the kitchen because there's too many lights on. And she comes in and turns the lights back on. And then he comes in, he's like, why is all these lights on? <laughs> and she's like, well, I can't see. And she's, he's like, well, you don't understand. I need you to understand. We got to pay the light bill. And he turns the lights off and then she puts tape on the light. 
But then there's a scene where she's shooting herself with hormones so she can get pregnant. Why? And um, They can't pay the light bill. And his two daughters are there in the kitchen with them. Oh, they must They're be. They're in their 60s. So you got these two old ladies and this young 30-year-old woman. And I guess when they told the girls, so the girls. Their siblings are, are, yeah. are infants. Yeah. Now, when they, I guess there was a scene on the show, which I have to go find, where they told these women that they're going to have a baby and they flipped out because of their inheritance being split. And I thought to myself, that's what we're concerned about right here. Not that your father, who is a grandfather or whatever, and that you're 60, is having a fucking baby with someone. That's fucking They were worried about the money. So, so this is before. It is the wildest They only have one kid. Yes. Yeah. Just and she took fertility treatment to get that baby. Yes. Well, she wants that money, honey. Yeah, no, 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 no. She looks like a real housewife kind of person. You know what I mean? Oh. I mean, I... I, I <laughs> They're like, oh, that's our money. It's now, a now, very, now they got to split You have to watch this fucking show. Oh, wait, but the wife is going to get everything. Ooh, he better have some yeah. will. Is he still oh, alive? Uh, oh, no. So in a poll taken in October 2011, months after he had been released from prison, 30% of respondents named Edwards as the state's best governor since 1980. <laughs> that says a lot about what's going on here. So finally, in February 2014, Edwards announced that he was contemplating running in the 2014 election to represent the Louisiana 6th Congressional District as a U.S. House rep. Oh my God, right? And the U.S. House- He doesn't have enough going on. He just had a baby. I know. With U.S. Uh, Representative- They're going to both be in yeah, diapers. You should see She's going to be, be changing diapers for him and diapers for the baby. Mm. <laughs> oh, with the pictures of him with this baby, I, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. With U.S. Rep. Bill Cassidy exiting the seat to run for the, the Senate, Edwards said of the solidly Republican district, quote, I'm the only hope the Democrats have here, end quote. He formally declared his candidacy at a March 17th meeting of the press club in Baton Rouge saying, quote, I want you to know I'm going to give it every effort, end quote. As expected, Edwards, as the principal Democratic candidate, led the 2014 primary field for Congress. And uh, but, you know, now he's got to go against the Republican, which, of course, he loses 62 to 38 percent margin in the runoff. And it was the only it was the second loss of his political career. Edwards was sent to hospice care for pain in his lungs <gasps> oh, in Gonzales, no. Louisiana, on July 6th. 2021 he died six days later on july 12th 2021 26 days short of his 94th birthday wow and the cause of death was respiratory complications wow and then i read briefly they have in an to be article fighting for that estate that he left everything to the boy not to the other two daughters. not that from what i said it from what i read now i Ooh. don't quote me on it i'm sure that's something they got something but it's, it's like the bulk of it went to this boy wow and that is Edwin oh, Edwards. Those ladies are like, we lived our whole lives and now we get nothing from our dad. One of the muckiest motherfuckers ever. Come on. Wow. I mean, I, and you know, they're, they're in this house. And as I'm doing the story and I'm, I'm watching this A&E, like these clips from the show, I'm thinking, how do they have this money? He must have hid millions and millions of dollars right well also it's louisiana i don't know how much a mansion is there but like well and how much was his governor money yeah hey and like is he one of these uh uh uh, generational wealth guys like did his family have money right 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 that's wild but he hid that i mean if you got suitcases of cash it's somewhere you got that money somewhere i can't believe it took that long to like take him down i know i know man but he's probably one of those people that they finally tucked down it took down or arrested and people were excited because well they want him to but they, I know but then they want him to be reelected. I know but how many people is that? I mean listen David Duke is the candidate. Oh my god. <gasps> oh god. Adolf Hitler. 
<laughs> what a quote. And then it comes true. I know. Basically. Yeah. Well, again, they wouldn't be the same today. Mm-mm. It's a shame. Well, that's all I got, bitch. All right. Well, maybe next week we'll be a happy. Yeah. What do you think? <gasps> Let's do it. Who's going first? Let's keep it even odd. Okay. Yeah. So I go first. <gasps> yeah. Good, because you know what? There is a story that I've been sitting on for two weeks because it's too long. And I'm oh. like trying to, you know, hatch it up yeah. so it's not so long. And now I can, yes. maybe, you know, I won't, I won't be an hour long, but it'll be, it's a, such a good story. Right, so perfect. I'll do that next week. <gasps> yeah, this is five. exciting. New muck. Yes. And it's less work. It's, it's less so work, much but you know work. what? It's a lot of content. I was thinking about that too. It I'm is. like, it's so much content and that it can be, cause a lot of the shows I listen to, it's always one story that they say. So yeah. like, it doesn't have to be two. And if you guys absolutely hate it, you can email us. They're not going to email us. You know what? <sighs> yes. <Okay>. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.